What's up, everybody? Brandon Brains here, and this episode of the Pizza and Wrestling Podcast is brought to you by the Dapper Devil at 6830 East 5th Avenue, Suite 104 in Scottsdale, Arizona. We also have Gypsy Rose Tattoo at 1505 East Thomas Road in Phoenix, Arizona. You can also head over to the Brass Tap at 1033 North Dobson Road, Suite 104 in Mesa, Arizona. If you want some awesome music, Yes, of course you want some awesome music, so you're going to head on over to InvisibleLibraryRecords.com. And for all your screen printing needs, hit up Merch Kitchen at MerchKitchen.com. Now enjoy the show. In the form of the world wrestling, nobody wants to face us. Even pizza. Because I ain't got no dignity. How many times till they finally figure out Pizza Boy? What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Pizza and Wrestling Podcast, episode number 38. And with me, as always, me, myself, and I. That's right, I am flying solo again for another episode. Um, yes, this episode is a day late, but I promise it was for a good reason. Well, Okay, a couple things. One, computer issues, just got those fixed and made sure I hooked up and started recording as soon as those were taken care of. Um, And then, also got some news for Party Hard Wrestling, Party Mania. And I will talk about that here in a few minutes. This is going to be a shorter episode, but I did want to make sure that I had an episode up this week. Um, So, I'm going to do, I guess not so much a uh, review of... Party Hard Wrestling presents funny games, um, so much as kind of like a recap. So for those of you who were not able to make it out, um, we're going to go ahead and and by we, I mean me, because fuck me, right? Um, I'm going to be going over the results of the show and just kind of talking about who won and kind of where that sets us up for December 9th at the Nile Theater. For Party Hard Wrestling Presents Holiday Special. And this is the road to Party Mania. So Party Mania is going to be our our first really big show. Everything we've done up to this point is leading to Party Mania. Um, bar a few hiccups, but we're, you know, it's going to be a, a great show. So, at Funny Games, we had the quarterfinals of the champion of the multiverse tournament and we started out with a great match between Nick Tendo and Johnny Suave Um, these two guys came out they gave it all they had they realized okay we've gotten past these these qualifying you know the qualifying matches let's get in here let's get one step closer but only one man could do it and that man was Nick Tendo Um, so he came out um, victorious over Johnny Suave. Um, it was no easy feat. Uh, he did win the match by submission, um, and it took him a little bit to get that locked in. But once he had it locked in, um, it was game over for Suave. No pun intended. Okay, maybe a little pun intended. Um, second match, I believe we went into Daniel Sanchez versus uh, Tank Engine Thomas. Now, I may go out of order a little bit, but uh, you'll get the point. 
So we had Daniel Sanchez versus Tank Engine Thomas. Uh, this was another one of the matches in the quarterfinals for the champion of the multiverse tournament. And Daniel Sanchez came out on top of that match. So it was yet again, it was another good match. Um, it, neither, neither guy came in and gave half-ass. They both gave full-ass. But again, only one man can come out on top, and that was Daniel Sanchez. So, to uh, kind of sum that up, at Holiday Special, we are going to see Nick Tendo versus Daniel Sanchez. Um, and I rounded up with Nick Tendo after, um, after the show, and apparently these two have never met one-on-one -on -one before. I, they have been in the ring against one another, but I believe it was in a triple threat scenario. So this will be their first time in a match one-on-one. -on -one. So definitely anxious to see that. These are two uh, very talented young men and can't wait to see what they bring to uh, Holiday Special and which one of these guys goes to the championship match at Party Mania. Now our third match was Jax from Mason and Jax versus Mike Outlaw. Now, Mike Outlaw, um, if you recall, he was R3's opponent at Animal House. He was sent by J.J. Garrett. So this was the first time that we'd seen Mike Outlaw since Animal House. Um, and it was, it, essentially, it was supposed to be a just a, just a match. Uh, just two guys uh, going at it just to see who would come out on top and obviously kind of be looked at in favor, you know, for any other matches or anything that could be coming up in the future and this match went in a, a few minutes before we heard cookies and creams music and after we heard cookies and cream music we see uh, Pete come out Pete the Heat Petroselli and he distracts um, he distracts Jax who uh, you know eventually he turns around and lo and behold Jax is attacked from behind with a chair by Jay Garland. Um, we haven't seen Jay since Animal House uh, due to an injury that he received. So he he was missing at Nightmare on Main Street. Um, and if you recall, at Nightmare on Main Street, uh, Mason and Jax in this in the costume contest, uh, they that the costume contest was being hosted by Pete. Um, Mason and Jax kind of weaseled their way into the contest and attacked Pete. So Pete and Jay got their revenge by using the numbers game to their advantage at Funny Games. Um, granted, we're only three episodes in, so I hope the, the timeline and the way that I'm bouncing around isn't throwing you off too bad. But... What this boils down to is after a lot of my, after a lot of funny games, um, after a lot of craziness, uh, these two teams are going to meet at Holiday Special and the first ever Party Hard Wrestling Tensile Town Street Fight. Um, I'm going to be honest with you. This was not. Uh, this was not something that I really knew a whole lot about, um, but I assume that there will be um, a lot of Christmas-themed chaos in a street fight scenario. So there will be no tags. It'll be two men um, 
or sorry, four men beating the shit out of each other um, all at once with anything they find because in any, any kind of street fight, there are no disqualifications, there are no holds barred, um, and I believe pinfalls count anywhere. So anything can happen in the Tinseltown street fight between Mason and Jax and Cookies and Cream. Um, this has been... This has been bubbling up for quite a while because basically Cookies and Cream had been harassing Mason and Jax before we even went into Animal House. Um, Had been comparing them to cute little puppy dogs and just just general harassing back and forth and back and forth. Um, Obviously, over the course of Nightmare on Main Street and Funny Games, um, each team took advantage of the numbers game while they had that advantage and now we will see both teams at holiday special Tinseltown street fight um that's gonna be awesome um and and just kind of taking a, a step back and really just watching this from an outsider's perspective not having any idea um you know i i'm excited to see this um i enjoy I enjoy a street fight from time to time. Um, it's not... I, I have a hard time with it being something that I just watch repeatedly. Um, but every now and then it's good to see one. Um, it's good to remember that... You know, this is this is kind of how a fight's going to go down. They, you know, there's, there's no... Uh, I guess it's really just there's no rules. And uh, it's, I think that's a nice reminder... Um, as a fan that just sometimes things are going to be unpredictable and nice segue as speaking of unpredictable, uh, we went into our fourth match of the night. Now this match was the third match in the quarterfinals of the champion of the multiverse tournament. And this was Shane Marvel versus Slade sludge. Now at Nightmare on Main Street, Slade cut a, uh, a promo on on Shane Marvel. Basically, hey, you want to be Batman? I'll be your Joker. Just to kind of sum it up. So he had gotten in Shane Marvel's face um, and just kind of toe-to-toe with him. So we knew that there was already some, I guess, some uneasy feelings. There was already kind of like... Really just kind of, it was a dick measuring contest. Let's just call it what it was. So as we go into this uh, this match, um, order uh, order is kind of thrown out the window. um, And it just goes to pure chaos uh, real quick as it just turns into an all-out brawl between Shane Marvel and Slade Sludge. Um, so much, in fact, they make their way into the crowd. They're fighting through the chairs. They're they're all over the place. Um, they they start like uh, choking each other out with their submissions. Um, I believe at one point Shane Marvel had made his way onto the stage at the Nile and took a running dive onto Slade and um, some guys who had come out to break up the fight. Um, and quite a few guys came out to try to break these two up, but it was uh, it was not working out too well. That being said, um, after a while, the referee finally just had to um, call it as a no contest. So neither one of these guys won. They were double disqualification. 
And this was a quarterfinals match for the tournament. So with both guys disqualified, we that left an empty slot in the in the tournament. And that empty slot needed to be filled, and it needed to be filled by the end of Funny Games. So we went to intermission. So that said, I'm going to take a quick break, and I'm going to come back, and I'm going to tell you what was ruled to fill in that, that spot that was filled and kind of go into what we're going to see at Holiday Special. So just a moment, and I'll be right back. <laughs> Okay, and I am back. Um, anyways, Shane Marvel, Slade Sludge, both disqualified from the tournament. Uh, they will be facing off against one another at Holiday Special. Um, the hope is that these two can uh, keep their cool and actually have a legit match that stays within the ropes and has um, an actual um, ending to it, whether that be pinfall or submission. Anything other than a disqualification or a double disqualification at that, um, as long as one guy leaves the winner, that is the hope for Shane Marvel versus Slade Sludge at Holiday Special. Now, as we um, discussed a, a couple minutes ago, or I guess a few seconds for you guys, I had to go to the bathroom. Whatever. Fuck it. Now you know. Um... Uh, the spot had to be filled. So there was a triple threat match um, later in the evening. And this triple threat match would include a couple of guys who had already been eliminated from the tournament getting another opportunity. And those guys were Rook Kelly and Red Miracle. Um, and then the obviously a triple threat match, there has to be a third guy. Well, if you recall, at Nightmare on Main Street, um, the... Party Hard Wrestling General Manager Alex Salyers told attorney Benny Sachs that his client could have a match at Funny Games. And he delivered by putting him in this triple threat match. Now, as we came back from intermission, knowing that uh, this triple threat match had been announced after the intermission, we went into our fourth quarterfinal match of the night for the champion of the multiverse tournament. And this match was Josh Carey versus R3. Now, I think going into this, it was pretty clear that R3 was um, the favored competitor in this match. Uh, I think a lot of people are expecting R3 to be not only victorious in this match, but victorious in the tournament. But unfortunately... Um, he was not, and I will explain. Um, basically, R3 delivers the fatality to Josh Carey. Um, Josh Carey looked like he had gotten pretty badly hurt, so, uh, the senior official referee, Scott Johnson, was, was keeping an eye on him. Um, at this point, um... Attorney Benny Sachs was ringside. Macho, enough of the squeaker. Nobody wants to hear you on the damn podcast. Comprende? I love you too. So, 
Benny Sachs was already ringside at this point. Um, he distracts R3. R3 goes to basically chase Benny uh, back to the back. Make sure that he could not interfere with the match. So as he chases him to the back, um, he is then ambushed by Benny's client. Now, um, Macho, the squeaker, unnecessary. I'm trying to tell a story here. You're taking people out of it. You're taking people out of the story. Yeah, you can look at me with those big puppy dog eyes, but nobody wants to hear you on the podcast, okay? Can I finish the story? Thank you. As I was saying, he was being he was ambushed by the uh, by Benny Sack client. The this person runs off the stage, elbow to uh, or forearm to R three, um, flying through the air. Uh, proceeds to to get his blows in, and then kind of runs back to the back while Benny Sachs goes and gets the ref's attention. And says, hey, this guy's outside of the ring. Start counting him out. Um, so as senior official referee Scott Johnson starts counting to 10, R3 is making his way back to the ring. And as he is getting to 10, um, R3 does not make it back in. And he is counted out. So Josh Carey is the winner by count out. Um, so things kind of start to unfold at this point. Uh, even more so um, due to this uh, screw job of sorts general manager Alex Salyers makes his way out to the ring um, this long drawn out thing but basically it came down to um, the GM punched Benny Sachs in the face and that was a big no no because if you recall at Nightmare on Main Street the stipulation was if you so much as lay a finger on Benny Sachs, you will be fired as general manager of Party Hard Wrestling. And that is exactly what happened. Uh, the, the news got brought out to him before he could even get to the back. Um, he had to grab his stuff and, and get out of the building. So that left us without a general manager for the rest of the night. Um, Benny Sachs obviously feeling victorious because one, R3 had been screwed over after... Um, the assault that took place at Animal House. Um, and then two, he got Alex Ayers fired. So a uh, big night for Benny Sachs um, because his opponent, or sorry, his client was also going to be making his debut that night aside from the attack on R3. Um, we did have a sixth match. Um, had a couple of guys from out of town um, we had Dave Turner and the Natural Disaster. Um, yep, that was a match that took place. Uh, and then we rolled into the Triple Threat match. And the Triple Threat match was, again, Rook Kelly versus Red Miracle versus... <laughs> exciting Evan Daniels. That's right. The Exciting One that you have heard us talk about on here numerous times. Um, that was the mystery client of Benny Sachs. Um, caught a lot of people off guard uh, for those who were familiar with Evan Daniels. And he came out and he was victorious in the triple threat. Um, 
he had, you know, basically he had been laying low. He hadn't had any matches at Animal House. He hadn't. He didn't have any matches at Nightmare on Main Street. So he kind of came into the tournament picture fresh. Um, I believe there was a low blow or two to Rook Kelly. Um, and basically, it, it was a. It was, this was one of the uh, one of the best matches of the night, and I say this because. There was a lot of teamwork between Rook Kelly and Evan Daniels as they tried to take out uh, Red Miracle. Uh, there was a particular um, back moonsault from the top rope onto the floor from Red Miracle to um, Rook Kelly and Evan Daniels. Um, Evan Daniels, basically, he went to go do the suicide dive that we've seen time and time again and when he got to the ropes he flipped off the audience and made snow angels on the mat um, just as a big fuck you to the party hard audience because he's not their fucking show uh, show pony uh, is kind of the gist of it but again Evan Daniels came out on top so a guy who was not even in the tournament picture until uh, until funny games is now going into the semifinals, and he will be competing against Josh Carey. Um, this is, I mean, let's face the facts. This is probably not the way um, a lot of people saw this going. I think, if anything, there the I think the crowd was evenly split between Shane Marble and Slade Sludge. So I, I think the audience expected w one of those two men. And again, being about 50-50 um, against R3 in the semifinals at Holiday Special. But that is not the case. Again, we have Evan Daniels, who is the client of Benny Sachs, versus Josh Carey in the semifinals. Um, either, either way you go, um, whether it's Nick Tendo or Daniel Sanchez that comes out victorious in that match, um, or it's Evan Daniels or Josh Carey that comes out victorious in their match at Party Mania. The championship match is going to be insane um, because you have four very talented individuals, um, a couple of which are clearly loose cannons, um, some more so than others. And it, I mean, the outcome at Party Mania could go any way. Um, and it's, it's difficult. I mean, it's really difficult to, to say, and I'm saying this more so from, uh, the fans perspective, because, um, I sit there in the crowd with everybody else and I watch everything unfold and it, let's just fucking put aside, um, any, uh, I guess any notions of, Oh, well, wrestling's fake. And you know what? Fuck you. I, even being a guy who, you know, sees everything that goes on behind the scenes. I still sit in that fucking crowd and that and every one of these guys goes out there and does their best and I still get caught up as a fan and put aside what I know could could happen. So fuck you if you uh if you think, oh well how can I mean you you know it's not real. Fuck you. Get a fucking life. It's Anyways, then we go into our main event. Um, this is supposed to be uh, Roscoe Elisa versus the Milf Hunters with special guest referee 
American Viking. But after the MILF hunters had Little Viking shipped off to China prior to Animal House in September, American Viking took it upon himself to ship Steve O'Reno to Zimbabwe. And so this left Jack Jameson without a partner, but never you fret as Jack Jameson was able to find a partner in the form of Jeff Gant. Um, and these guys have teamed together before, so it wasn't, uh, it wasn't foreign territory. Again, no pun intended for uh, these two men. Now, here's where things got a little bit crazy. Uh, American Viking had a gun. Um, he declared that he was the law. Um, since the last episode that you heard us talk about Party Hard Wrestling, American Viking had uh, made a video that he had stolen a gun from a, uh, a police officer in Snowflake, Arizona, after punching him in the dick and declaring his name as Gunboat. And, yeah, he, was, he declared himself as the law. And he brought that gun with him and used that to enforce his law um, in the tag match at Funny Games. Um, when all was said and done, um, Jack Jameson and Jeff Gant both penned, I believe, uh, Mikey McFinnigan at gunpoint um, for the win over Roscoe Eat Lisa. So, um, that was, yeah, that, it was another match of pure craziness. Um, it's, it's good. It was good to see American Viking and Jack Jameson, um, back at Party Hard. Um, I think a lot of people were talking about the insanity of their match against each other, or rather MILF Hunters versus, um, Viking Basura, uh, teaming up. Uh, either way you go, great match. And that concludes Funny Games. Now, um, I had said earlier in the show, so if you've held out here for 26 minutes, you've, uh, you're, you're about to have your, uh, your curiosity cured. Your curiosity will be laid to rest. Um, we just found out, and this is, again, this is a contributing factor to the delayed nature of this episode. At Party Mania on January 13th at the Nile Theater, Joey Ryan, that's right, the king of dong style himself, will be competing at Party Mania. Um, we do not know who his opponent will be at this time, but I'm, uh, I know that we will be announcing that at Holiday Special. So, if you want to find out uh, who Joey Ryan is going to be fighting at Party Mania... Come to Holiday Special. That's going to be the first place that you find out. Um, we're really excited to be bringing in uh, Joey Ryan. Um, he's somebody that I know a lot of uh, a lot of us involved here at Pizza and Wrestling, as well as the Party Hard staff. Uh, we are um, all fans of Joey Ryan and can't wait for him to bring his um, unique uh, unique style of entertainment to. Um, to the crowd at Party Hard Wrestling. Um, he's a uh, perfect fit for Party Hard Wrestling. Um, hopefully for the sake of his opponent, he doesn't party too hard, if you know what I'm saying. Okay, yeah, okay. Man, these jokes are, they, they just don't work the same when it's just one person. 
because there's nobody there to just tell me how dumb the joke is. So I'm just going to assume it's really bad and uh, and keep moving on. So again, tell your friends, uh, buy your. Uh, we'll we'll have tickets available soon for Party Mania. Right now, snag your tickets for holiday special from the Nile Theaters website um, or on Ticketfly. Um, we'll also be posting the link for holiday special tickets on PartyHardWrestling.com. Um, and then as soon as tickets become available for Party Mania, you're going to want to snag those up. That Those uh, those tickets going to go real quick. It's going to be a big show. Um, so again, Joey Ryan, the king of dong style, coming to Party Mania. Um, PHW, Party Mania. January 13th at the Nile Theater. Yeah, heard it here first. Um, haven't posted it anywhere else. So you heard it here first. Joey Ryan, Party Mania. Uh, looking forward to that. Um, it's going to be... Um, holiday special is going to be a good show. I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. Really looking forward to seeing some, uh, some more new fans. Um, the crowds at all three Party Hard Wrestling shows have been amazing. And we uh, we love entertaining you guys, so we hope to, if you listen to this show and you come to Party Hard Wrestling, uh, you have a space in our hearts forever, and we can't wait to see you uh, on December 9th at the Nile Theater for Party Hard Wrestling Presents Holiday Special. Um, that does it for me. I, like I said, this is going to be a short episode. Um, I realize that was a lot of build-up to the, to the Joey Ryan thing, but... Um, I wanted to announce it on here first, so it's kind of a little treat for those of you who held out and waited for this new episode to go up. Again, I do apologize. Uh, today, uh, because this will be up here in just a few minutes, so today is the election. Um, I won't call this the the uh, election day special. Um, don't blame me, I voted for Kodos. So on behalf of the uh, Pizza and Wrestling Podcast, I am Brandon Brains, and I'm hoping that the world um, has not ended before next week. Saying no jabroni, all pepperoni. Have a good week. Bye! You hear that bell? That means you're officially out of episodes of Pizza and Wrestling Podcast. And since you've already joined the Podcast Foundation, how about you head on over to the Kick Out of Two Podcast? You can follow us at KOAT Podcast on Instagram and on Twitter. We're bringing you top-tier independent professional wrestlers from across the country and soon to be across the world. And let's not forget that we are the two-time Slammy Award-winning podcast. We did it! Woo!